0: And you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. You are in for an incredible treat today with this podcast episode. I honestly cannot believe that I have not shared this conversation yet. This was recorded March 23rd. 2023. But <laughs> is a conversation I had with Allie Reeves. It was originally on her podcast, all in with Allie. And a lot of times when I have a really good conversation, I'll go re-air it on my podcast as well, just because it's so good. And also, you guys, if you are a podcast host, this is a great way to do collaborations, doing either pod swaps or recording for one person's podcast and then re-airing it on your show or the other person's show just saves time and it's one conversation and then you can do a little intro for it like this anyways dude this conversation is sort of crazy for many reasons i just went back and re-listened to it i knew it was wonderful i've only done one other episode about the gene keys i will link it below as well in case you're interested in the gene keys because we talk a little bit about that in there as well as human design and all kinds of other stuff but this Conversation was really crazy listening back to it because it was in the summer of 2021 that we decided we wanted to move from Dallas and we weren't quite sure. And I go through that in the podcast episode. So we weren't quite sure where yet, but we knew we wanted to move. And I sort of had my eyes on a little town in the Texas Hill Country. Well, fast forward to spring break of 2023, March 13th through 17th. 2023. We went and visited this area just to spend a little bit more time here, look at schools, all that kind of stuff. And so I recorded this episode with Allie on the 23rd, just a few days after getting back from this trip where we were researching this little town a little bit more. And our plan was to move eventually, maybe by summer or the end of the year or whatever. It was going to be a slower sort of process and we had looked at houses to buy (laughs) and that wasn't gonna happen yet still hasn't happened that will be a 2024 thing most likely but what's really crazy is that we recorded this on march 23rd and then march 27th was the catalyst for us moving faster so march 27th was the nashville shooting if you guys remember this we're not going to get into details and bring it back up it was very terrible and horrible and very traumatic Especially for me, because at that time, Caroline went to a school, like a preschool that was attached to a high school where kids brought guns to school all the time. (laughs) Like the area that we lived in in Dallas was gunshots all the time, shootings all the time, people dying all the time. It was terrible. I know these things can exist anywhere and you can't really get away from it. And I know that the area that the shooting happened in Nashville was like a very quote unquote safe neighborhood and stuff. So it's not like, You know, we knew we were just escaping that possibility at all, but it was like a daily thing where we lived. And I was in constant fight or flight because of it. If I wasn't raising a family, it might be a different thing. And that's why we stayed there for so long without a kid. But longer and longer that we lived there with a child, I just was like even more so and more so and more so in fight or flight. So after March 27th, I literally couldn't take my child to school anymore. And that was when I was like, I'm done, I'm out. So (laughs) at that point, we moved so it was four days after recording this that we made that move and it's a little bit nuts to look back even not having to do with that this conversation is really interesting because i loved it because it very much sounded like just recording two friends having a chat having like an hour-long chat it wasn't very structured and you can sense that vibe and i just i loved it so but it flowed really, really well, even without being structured. And some of y'all who've been listening to the show for a while and who know me well already know this. Sometimes when I'm recording or speaking on zoom, I black out. (laughs) It's very weird. Like I black out and something else talks through me. I think it's God, my higher self. I don't know, but something speaking through me. So there was a lot of interesting, very prophetic downloads that came through me and you will hear them. In the show. And it's pretty nuts, especially considering what has gone on for me in 2023. Everything was really spot on. And I'd love to hear how that's felt for you. And in the second half, we talk about some manifestation tips that were really, really good and ones that are not talked about a lot and some examples and all of that kind of stuff. So it is a juicy episode. And I cannot believe I'm just now re airing this. And I'm grateful I had this download the other day where it was like, this is the second time I've been on Ali's podcast. And this like voice came to me and was like, you need to go back and listen to that episode. And I did. And I was like, holy goodness, I need to re-air this because I haven't yet. So I'll put our first episode together where we went over human design because it was really good. But I like this episode even better. And I'm sort of grateful for it because, you know, it's holiday season in the past few weeks have been a little bit nutty time wise. And time has been going by too fast. And I didn't have an episode prepared for y'all this week. So this is better than honestly than anything I could have quickly prepared for y'all. And I hope you enjoy it. And thank you, Allie, again, for having me on and all of the wisdom that you've given me over the past few years. I appreciate you. I love you. And I hope y'all enjoy this episode.
1: I am sitting here with my own personal human design guru <laughs> and friend. She's also the host of You Do Woo Podcast. She calls herself your human design fairy godmother. <laughs> she helps you do all kinds of things, including work less and make more money. I have the Allison Cullen back on the podcast, on the new podcast. Welcome. I'm so happy you're
0: here. I am so excited to be here. And I know that most people listening have probably listened to our human design overview podcast, but we're going to go super deep today. So I'm pumped.
1: Yeah. We have some juicy things to talk about today. Yeah things that I don't know about Mm -hmm. things that like, I mean, I I'm going to be learning right alongside anybody else who this information is new to. So I'm going to ask all the questions and I'm fired up because this feels like, like a coaching session (laughs) that I should pay you for. Um, so we'll have to talk about that later, but, but yeah, if you have not listened to episode 165, that's the last episode that Allison was on. We did that back in June, 2022, and we talked about what human design is and Allison's story and the five human design types and how they, uh, we, we kind of like put a business spin on it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, we went pretty deep into that. It was really freaking good. So definitely go listen to that. I don't, do you think it should be listened to in a particular order?
0: they can listen to this one. And if they want to, I'm not going to like dive into all the types today, you know? Yeah. So if they want to go find what type they are and all of that kind of stuff, then go listen to that one. But you can continue listening to this one because we're going to, we're going to go deeper.
1: Yeah. And then you can circle back if you want to. Okay. So first of all, update us. What has been going on since the last time? I mean, I know because I'm blessed to have you in my world, but update everybody on what has been transpiring in your life since June, which is almost a year ago, which is freaking crazy.
0: I know it's a little bit nuts. So, so much has happened. Um, just to backtrack a little bit, I was in, I, I think I got introduced to you in early 2021 and I joined your mastermind in 2021, which was freaking phenomenal. And, literally changed my business. Like it truly changed my business. About that time was when I rebranded. I had a different podcast name, w- was doing things a little bit differently. And so with your guidance, I rebranded, um, which changed my world. Like You Do Woo was meant to be. It's sort of like you're all in with Allie. Like it's totally... It's the best yes, name. Yes. It's, it's totally best. okay to pivot and to sort of outgrow yourself into change and whatever. So I did that with you the first time and it changed everything about my business. And then I came back into your world in late 2022. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I was doing things for my on my own for a little while, which I think is fine to have a, a solo integration period. And I was so like, so necessary. I'm done with this. Like I need some more guidance. I need a group container that's gonna push me a little bit. And I thought it was gonna be purely for business growth. Nope. And it's sort of crazy because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was the first person to sign up for your 2023 mastermind. Like I think so. Yeah. In mm-hmm. September or October or something, it was right after you had read. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm ready for this to start now. But (laughs) And it wasn't starting till (laughs) till January. January. (laughs) So we started and I didn't even know about your rebrand. Like I didn't know what it was going to be yet and all that. And so when All In With Allie came out and you sort of, I feel like pivoted your vibe in the mastermind to Mm -hmm. be a little bit more of a sisterhood and a place where we could talk about all aspects of life, not just business coaching, which obviously we still... uh, a lot of it is business coaching. We're like, we're in there in Voxer all the time chatting about our businesses, but Mm -hmm. I don't think I realized how much I needed the all in aspect, like of all the other parts of my life. So I'm a generator in human design. You're a manager in human design. We freaking love to work. We love it. And I have created the most perfect career and the most perfect business for fulfilling me and my purpose. And I wasn't having as much fun outside of work, you know? Mm -hmm. Which part of me, like, do you ever feel guilty saying that? Because so many people hate their jobs. Oh, I feel so guilty.
1: Well, I mostly feel guilty because what about my poor family? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I'm so obsessed with my business and I wish I could work all the time. And then my kids are sitting there like mommy, you know, Yeah. (laughs) and obviously I'm obsessed with my family, but yeah, I mean, it's just in our blood. That's, and especially we've created these businesses truly by design Mm -hmm. to be what we are born to do. So even more so, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So
0: that's how I've been the past three years since creating this business. I've always been a little worker bee, love my career. I've always made the best of my careers, but having this being the, the host of You Do Woo and business coach through the lens of human design, it's just like, it's my calling. I'm obsessed with it. And I think that was one of the first questions I asked in our mastermind was, what do y'all do for fun? Like, what do y'all do for hobbies? What do you do on the freaking weekend? You know? I was like, don't ask me that right (laughs) now. (laughs) I know. And you're in the thick of it with a newborn and all that. So it's a little bit, there's seasons. But my daughter's three and a half. So, like, it's it's life, life living time. And currently we live in Dallas. So I think the last time that we chatted, we were getting ready to go to Portugal to think about moving there. And we were very serious about that, but a little bit after we planned our trip, we planned a two-week trip in July 2022 to go sort of find what city we wanted to live in and and all that kind of stuff, Um, my niece passed away in in the summer. And I think that made us, we, we went and we had a blast and we were still sort of thinking about that, but I think coming back, we were like, okay maybe now's not the time to move so far away from family. Like mm. Cam's sister needs us. My family, my parents are getting older. They want time with their granddaughter. Like Caroline's the only granddaughter right now and, and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, yes, Portugal is for sure on our list. And maybe it's not right now. Maybe we want to mm. have another kid. Maybe we want to travel to por- Portugal in the summers and you know, go all over Europe in the summers and all that. But I was like, I feel like Texas is our home right now, but not Dallas. Dallas has brought wonderful things. And <laughs> against yes, us. and it's, there's so much fun stuff to do and all of that. But I've always had a heart for the country and um, the hill country specifically. It's like right outside of Austin. So we're, we're moving to a little town called Bernie. Um, right outside of San Antonio, between Austin and San Antonio. And we just got back from there a few days ago. And I think that joining your mastermind was actually what pushed me to start thinking about all the other aspects of my life rather than just my business. I, I did a really good job growing this business in a crazy time period, under crazy conditions, under renovating a house and having a newborn and blah, blah, all those things. And now I'm ready to really enjoy my life and enjoy the pleasure of life while working still, right?
1: Amen. Yeah. I'm so excited for you and I'm so Living vicariously through you too, because I, we we're just in that season, and we're just the type like with a young kid as young as Rhett, six months. I'm not trying to fly anywhere. That's hard. Yeah, we're not trying to go anywhere far, you know. So it's like, okay, we're just gonna hunker down and whatever. But the fact that like you realize, okay, maybe it's not Portugal right now. But it can be somewhere else. We can still go for what would be like the happy medium in between while we work our way to Portugal. And you inspired me so much because you came with the mastermind. You're like, yeah, we're thinking about moving. And then next thing you know, you've booked this trip. You guys are going to look for houses and you've like found this house that you love (laughs) and you're so excited about. And it just, it brings life to, to everything, right? And this has kind of been something that's been coming up lately in multiple conversations in my world, because a lot of us have this desire to travel or to move or to do something. But for whatever reason, we just can't right now, or we tell ourselves stories. And there's something like if you're not doing that, it's, you're going to be missing something from your life. Do you feel that? Because I feel like we are missing, missing something right now. It feels like like I'm missing an element of fun. And when it comes to growing a business, especially in the way that we do it, it's, I think it's kind of a deterrent for me right now, because I don't know, it's like, we're, we're always at the house. Like we're not doing anything that fun. I just traveled for a speaking event, which was really cool, but you know, it, it boosts engagement and it shows Mm -hmm. people like what's possible for them. And so there's totally something to this. Like when you, whenever you have this eagerness to go travel or do something like
0: heed that calling, do you think it's there for a reason? I do because we're trying for baby number two right now. And so it's like, this is that window to make that move. Cause I know that once I get pregnant, you know, we're f- really far along. Nine, mu- you're, we're not going to want to move when I'm nine nine months pregnant. So it's yeah. and, and then we're going to want to stay put for a little bit. We didn't travel with Caroline until she was one, and that was for a weekend trip to our cabin in Colorado. Like, it, you know, um, and it was COVID. So no one was on the plane. So that was like the best situation with first taking a kiddo, like a baby on a plane. Um, yeah. so it, everybody has seasons, you know, and it's all about making the most of the season you're in and knowing it's not going to last forever, but not just like sitting. Like we've been comfortable for a really long time. And I'm like, I'm not, we have to make a change now or we're going to be here forever. And then I'm going to slowly die inside. (laughs) Like,
1: well, yeah. And our thing too was Chris and I, we wanted to move. We had talked about moving for a while. We live in middle Tennessee right now. We had talked about moving for a while and his parents are also older so it was like, okay, we should start, we we should probably stay closer. And then his dad got sick. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now we're, we're definitely not going anywhere. And then he passed and now it's just his mom. And, and, and also like, it was my mom too. Mm-hmm. Like we need to stay close to mom because she's not doing great. And, and those are good reasons, mm-hmm. you know, and there are going to be reasons that like, yes, you stay put, you stay close to family. But then we're also seeing too, that I think there's always going to be a reason to mm-hmm. stay. There's always going to be an argument to be made to stay put and and another person to consider. And at some point you have to take your own life into consideration. Like, what do you want? You can't just continue to stay in one place or do a specific thing because God forbid this happens or so-and-so might need you or whatever. So we're, we're kind of getting to that point now too.
0: Yeah. And to sort of flow into what I wanted to talk about today, yeah. this has to do with this. I'll give a little bit of background. So one thing that you and I chatted about sort of going deeper into the human design realm is it's called gene keys. So gene keys is an offshoot of human design. And if you go back and listen to episode 165, we talked about your superpowers. So your superpowers in human design are four things Um And those four things are in human design, in your incarnation cross. In Gene Keys, this is called, I think it's called your activation sequence. I'm actually getting ready to hire a Gene Keys expert for the You Do Woo brand, who's going to be able to do like a Gene Keys reading because it's not my expertise. But it's definitely something that I want to tell all of your listeners about because it's Freaking fascinating, and they can actually find out about it. I'll give you the um, info, but I think it's genekeys.com that you can go and find out about it. So these are four aspects of your life. They're what you're here to do, what you're here to learn, what keeps you healthy, and what fulfills you. And one of the things, and I'm just going to read this verbatim from the gene keys website for me, and then we're going to talk about one of yours too, because it's pretty cool. Okay. One thing that I'm here to learn in this life is to make, it says, I'm just going to read it verbatim. The great challenge for you is to make room in your life for the miraculous to occur. It is likely that your lifestyle, and I'm going to cry because I always cry. You never cry. Can we like, I love you. I love your crying so much. Wait. So is this for me or is this in this, general for, this is mine. Got it. Got it, got it and it okay. has to do with what, I, what I'm talking about. Then we're going Perfect. to, we're going to go to yours too. Cause I want to talk about it. Okay. So what I, Allison Cullen, am hired to learn. Yes. It is likely that your lifestyle does not allow you a great deal of time to dream and drift. Your evolution cautions that if you do not create more space in your life, your life will simply fly by and you will miss it. In order to feel the current of adventure that is part of your destiny, you must get out of the loop of trying to reach a state in the future which will give you more time. The time you need is right here and right now, and all you have to do is risk trusting in your heart. Your life will keep calling you to the same crossroads to choose either to go back on the treadmill or make a quantum leap right through your fear.
1: Oh, Lord have mercy. That's good. Right. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous. I wish that was mine.
0: <laughs> well, you have really, really cool, cool ones too. So one of yours that keeps you healthy is all about having a constant well of deep feelings and longings that need to be expressed. And I think you're doing this in your new branding of your podcast, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It says how you express them is not important, but you must express them regularly in order to breathe fully and be healthy and fulfilled. In your heart, you're a pure being. Your health also depends on your love of being alone. If you feel lonely, you're somehow missing a beautiful opportunity. Aloneness is your chance to dive deep into your soul and come up with something beautiful to share with others. And you need to remember that sadness and longing can also be beautiful. As long as you can express it, you can transform any feeling into elation. Whoa. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's something I do on this podcast too, which is really cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So gene keys, it's, it's not human design. You said it's an offshoot of human design and it has to do with your incarnation
0: cross. Yes. So one of the, um, original human design students, his name is Richard Rudd. He started studying human design and then he got a download for these gene keys and there's 64 of them. Um, they have to wow. do with your genetic DNA, and there's a book called Just the Gene Keys by Richard Rudd. That's sort of a textbook. It's sort of I just keep it on hand. It. Mm-hmm. So I that's it. it's yeah. great for any coach to have, honestly, because then you can sort of guide people. Like if they're struggling with certain things, you can be like, okay, let's look at this key that's activated in you, and like, what does that bring up for you, and can we chat about that? Um, it's a really easy tool to use for any type of coaching or therapy or or whatever. So, Gene Keys is one area that I have expanded since last summer in my readings and in my business coaching. Um because with that like the idea of being all in, it's not just growing your business. It's like feeling healthy, feeling fulfilled, always learning and growing and then what you're here to do. Like mm-hmm. what you're here to do is the is the business part. And then so many people are, are doing that like in their career, but they're not doing all the other ones, like the the other three, like what keeps them healthy, what fulfills them and the constant learning. And I think hmm. when you have a balance of all of those is when you're full you know, and I'm not there yet. I'm just being honest. Like, I'm not there yet. And you have personally helped me with so much. Like, oh my God. And I'm not going to get totally into this because it's still something we're working through. But like, I came to y'all in the mastermind with some hardships we were going through in our marriage. And you know what? When your marriage isn't 100%, it affects your business. Oof. Amen. And I didn't, I had grown my business to a point. And it got to a plateau because I wasn't 100% in my marriage, you know? It, It all adds up, every
1: single element. And I remember when you brought that to the mastermind, and I was so thankful that you trusted us with that conversation. And I was also so thankful... For because you really modeled that for us, you were kind of the first one in the group to show up that vulnerably and bring a topic. I mean, we talk about other things besides business, to but to bring something that vulnerable, and I was so thankful because it truly does it all. It all ripples into each other, right? Yeah. If your business is funky you're you're going to act a certain way and you're probably you know going to be a little funky in your marriage too and vice versa or with your kids or with your health and wellness or with the fun that you're having right like my business is doing great right now luckily my my marriage as of right this second is going well but i had i was having family issues mm-hmm. up until i kid you not last weekend mm-hmm. and this had a massive impact on me i mean i feel like i think it I don't know this this might be a little well i know not for you not to woo but i think it made me sick Mm -hmm. i kid you not because i got this upper respiratory and it felt like this it felt like from me not letting out my feelings about these family members and it was like really affecting me it like created a like a literal block in my upper i don't know if that's a thing Mm You're shaking your head. It I mean, is it's thing.
0: your it's your throat chakra. You are not yeah. you are not totally speaking your truth, which creates a block there.
1: Mm. And I had that thought and I was like, I've got, because it was one of these things I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to this person at this date. And then that day would come and go. I'd be like, okay, next weekend. And then that day would come and go. And then, okay, well, I have a spiritual healing. So let me, let me heal myself spiritually. And then I'll talk to him, you know, and it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And meanwhile, it's not getting better. Meanwhile, I'm not following my heart. You know, my ego is like making me not say anything and not want to go first and But anyway, all of that to say, that's, that's the point of the all in, right? Mm -hmm. Like it all, it all adds up. So how do gene, you know, that's, that's one of the things we're going to talk about today is like the gene keys, the, you know, the superpowers, they help keep you healthy and you can use them to go all in on the life and business of your dreams. So you have four of these. Mm -hmm. And essentially what you're saying is if you're able to follow each of them, then that covers these areas of your life. Is that, yeah. am I
0: understanding this correctly? Yeah. And it, you can go deeper in human design. You've seen your chart. Like it's a, yeah, it's a large chart. There's a lot of different numbers and different colors and all the different things. So for somebody who maybe prints out their chart and that seems overwhelming, then the gene keys, those four things are a really great place to start. And those are things that I talk about within a reading too, but you can totally go you can totally go get them on your own. But, and it's it's totally, it depends on your type. You know, I'm very much a generator where I sort of have to pay attention to one thing at a time and master that before I can move on to the next. So I'm not really putting like shame on myself for, for quote unquote, ignoring my marriage the past three years and building my business because I needed to do that for me to feel alive. I didn't even feel alive you know, Mm -hmm. before that. So I needed to do that for me to step into that person. And then once that was scaling and growing and doing the things that I wanted to do, then I had the bandwidth to be like, okay, now I need to work on my relationship, like really, and use that as a growth catalyst. Um, For a manigen, they can probably a little bit more do all, all at the same time, or maybe like, this day, I'm going to really pay attention to this. The next day, I'm going to pay attention to this. Mm. I'm going to fix this today and this next week and blah, blah, blah. You have a little bit more of ability to do that, which is beautiful. Um, but for me, I sort of had to work on one thing. And honestly, the, the, what keeps you healthy is a great place to start for anyone. Cause if you're not healthy, you know, this, like if you're not healthy, yeah, yeah, you can't really do a whole lot.
1: So what happens then, because my, one of mine is the alone time. Cause like part of my design is the hermit. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the last time I've been alone, Allison. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides like in an, in my office mm-hmm. or, you know, when I close my eyes to go to sleep, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there it's again, I mean, since at least since I've had, right. I have not yep. had any alone time unless like getting my nails done or something. So, what does this mean?
0: Yeah. And for anybody who's wondering what she's talking about with the hermit, that is the number mm-hmm. two in your human design profile. So we're both six twos, I think. Yeah. You and I mm-hmm. are both six twos. Um, so that's called the role model hermit. The two just means that that alone time is really important. So in seasons of your life where you're not getting as much alone time, it's practicing the time bending that you teach to make the alone time feel like more than just an hour here and there. Um, Also, now that Rhett's a little older, maybe every once in a while, you could go do a weekend in Nashville by yourself at a hotel or something like that. Um, Or, you know, get creative a little bit. I didn't get it a whole lot that first year of having a baby, and it was hardest thing ever, but you'll get it soon, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: Well, what you said about time bending, it's so true. I mean, I can watch 30 minutes of a show and eat an ice cream cone. That's like mm -hmm. my little vacation (laughs) right now. (laughs) And I feel replenished that it's like, it's so funny. Every little bit I get, I'm like, okay, you know, it's going to keep me going. So it's interesting how you adapt, but Lord have mercy. Like I, I need, yeah, we need to have a staycation somewhere. Yeah. Please, and
0: that's soon. a, that's a thing. Like, I haven't even told you this. Oh my God, this is so kismet. Um, So the last time my husband Cam and I had like a getaway without Caroline was July, 2021. Whoa. Like what? When was the last time you and Chris had a getaway? It
1: was, I mean, it was a staycation in Nashville right before Rhett came. And then so before good. that, it was like two years ago. right?
0: So while, maybe yeah. go put that in, in place and have that Probably. to look forward to. So we yeah. just did that. So we took Caroline down to the Hill Country for two nights. And then my parents, God bless them, came and picked her up so that we could have two nights, just us at a bed and breakfast, mm. like a real bed and breakfast, not an Airbnb, like a B&B. Um, yeah. And that was so fun. And we got to have just like, chill time. We were looking at houses. We were enjoying. We went out to eat and had drinks and all the things. And one, you know, the time I go to bed really early, I go to bed mm-hmm. at like eight and Cam's a night owl. So like we miss each other a lot with that like one-on-one quality time and, and conversation. So we were able to have that this past weekend. And it was really crazy because a lot of the stuff that came up from our, like, before we got married, we were just very toxic. We were very immature. We didn't have, like, a bigger thing to live for, like a child. We didn't. It was just ego fights. Ego, ego, ego all the time. We are both very stubborn, and nobody um, submits, which... Can be mm. a beautiful thing sometimes, because then there's not uh, not when you're fighting. <laughs> I know, but it's like you know you have those married friends where there's definitely a control person and a submit a submitter, and you're like, this 100%. is eventually going to be a situation down the road, you know? Yeah. So we don't do that, which can be good if for some reason and for some ways and hard some ways, but we. I brought up a few things that I had been holding on to. And one was and I'm not going to go deep into it cuz it's very vulnerable, but one was an argument we had around the time that we got engaged. And it had to do to with the ring, my engagement ring. It was my grandmother's ring. It was the 50th anniversary wedding present my grandfather gave my grandmother. It's a beautiful ring, like two and a half carats, like perfect ring. And we got in an argument about it. It was dumb. And to this day, every time I look at that ring, I think about that And I told him Mm. about that. I was like, I just want to release it. Like, I just want to like, how, you know, on Arrested Development, when Job takes a forget-me-not pill where he can like take a pill and it makes him forget everything. I don't know. It was an interesting thing. I go, I wish I could have a forget-me-not pill. And he went and got a vitamin and he brought it to me. And he goes, Allison, here's your forget-me-not pill. Stop it. And that was Saturday night. Last night... I took Caroline to the little play place where they have an indoor play place because it's been raining here and she needs to get her energy out. I lost my engagement ring. It's insured. And, and I told Caroline, like we stayed there for an hour looking for it. Cam came home from work, went up there, looked for it. Oh. It's gone. I only That's... have like my wedding bands on. Caroline goes, it's okay, mommy. Daddy will buy you a new ring and cam was like it's fine it's i mean it's my grandma's ring which sort of sucks but he was like you were wanting to not see not like think about that fight we had every time you looked at it he goes i'll buy you a new ring like I what love him. wow
1: it's just i mean crazy. just like from what you guys have shared with me and or what you've shared with me about y'all's relationship and i mean that that's probably one of the i mean that's so romantic and so sweet that he did that and
0: you got it's just weird it was like I was like why is all all I didn't mean to lose it I didn't want to lose it it's a very nice ring and it was my grandma's
1: so it's special Um, wait and he and how far from you lost it till he gave you prior that he gave you the the vitamin how how much time five days what Mm -hmm. It's so weird. It's like some instant manifestation. Right? That's wild.
0: It's so Weird. weird. Do you have anything else to say there? Because I have a thought. No, that was all. I just went on a tangent. But it's just crazy once you sort of start doing all this work and realizing how important all the other aspects of life are, how things yes. start working out.
1: Yes. And and wh- you have to update us on this ring because clearly, like, either he's going to get you one or it's going to pop up somewhere crazy. Yeah. So you got to keep us posted there. But you just reminded me of something. I feel like lately I don't know you know more about ast- astrology and just you know energies than I do. But I feel like I have been instantly manifesting things in my life like nobody's business and mm-hmm. I'm sitting here trying to think of an example. I mean, I've manifested almost instantly signs that I've asked for um but there's been a couple of other things that like, I have the thought that would be cool, or I want that or whatever, and and don't even think about it. And then like, it happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of a tangible example, but have you noticed more of this lately? Like what's what's happening? Is there a shift? Is there this new
0: paradigm that we're playing in? Yeah. What is it? So I'm not an astrology expert, but part of a little bit of human design is based in astrology. So the whole idea, and we talked about this in the last episode as well, so you can go back and listen to it, but I'll go a little bit deeper. This whole idea of the new paradigm, um, it started in March 2020. Here we Mm -hmm. are, three years. What happened in March 2020? Mm -hmm. It made everybody question structure, everyday life, what you're doing on this freaking Earth, all the things. Um so anybody who had a lot of life changes and did some deliberate intentional thinking and brainstorming and actually made changes over the past 3 year 3 years the next 3 4 years aren't going to be as hard it's going to be more of that like things are just going to start showing up in 3D reality Half of the world, I think, is still needing to go through that dark night of the soul and awakening, and that's going to happen for them the next three or four years, which sort of sucks. Mm -hmm. But we're here, we've been through it, and we're here to sort of guide people and know, like, help them realize they're going to be okay. Um, Because if you think about, I mean, you had a lot of amazing things happen the past three years, but it was intense, like, Mm -hmm. really, really intense. Um... And so right now, and the day that we're recording this, one thing that I know that is happening is Pluto is going into Aquarius. So when people think of like the age of Aquarius, that's here we are today. Oh, Um, So it's a lot more of like breaking down of structures, technology being used for good rather than bad, numbing and all that kind of stuff. Um, More feminine aspects of life women are going to be less feminist and more feminine and also still making money and being powerful but like mm-hmm. being softer like knowing that they have the power to manifest and not just like work their tail off for things mm. that kind of thing so there's a big feminine energy there's also a feminine energy coming even for men um not to like make them not masculine but it's like this like giving up of control Type situation, which as a woman, I very, I'm very masculine as a woman. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a big, a big deal for me. Um, and I mean, we're doing this in our, in our move. Like I can only do so much. We put a deposit down on a daycare and we are just like taking the next right step, the next right step, the next right step. Whereas the old me would have been like, Okay, I have to buy this house now. We have to do this. Like, it has to be this way or else I'm not going to be happy. Now I know, and you gave me this book. Do you remember giving me the book, The Surrender Experiment?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, please, if you have never read this book, Mm -hmm. actually go listen to it. I listened to it, and it is one of the most incredible stories I've ever heard in my
0: Mm -hmm. life. Oh, I'm so happy you read that book. Yeah, that one. I've read it a couple of times now, but that one and then the other one, and it's right here in front of me. I didn't mean to, wasn't meaning to talk about this book. Have you read this? The Celestine, no. Celestine Prophecy. Very similar. It's like, it's a fiction book. The Surrender Experiment is an autobiography. This mm-hmm. one's fiction. So it's a page turner, but it's very much about this new paradigm that we're walking into of trusting of synchronicities of manifesting immediately and how that was meant to be our just everyday life like jesus talked about it he's like you can do what i'm doing you just have to be in a different state of mind so the celestine prophecy is very much taking like everything that was taught in the bible and showing us like present day how to do it
1: okay kind of stuff well that's Incredible. I'm going to buy that immediately. I know everybody like right now is on Amazon
0: buying this book. I already know. Come back. You could buy it in a second. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. But yeah, there's a lot of shifts happening right now. Um, And if you're not seeing that instant manifestation, you might start making sure that everything, every aspect of your life is in alignment. And if it's not start taking tiny steps to make it. So mm-hmm. like, like it'll happen to you. Allie had that conversation with a family member that she needed to have, and it was bugging her and bugging her and bugging her until she freaking had it. So you have to There's listen. There's a reason to why that.
1: it's bugging you. There's a reason why it's bugging you and it won't go away. Yeah. Right. And that that's the biggest thing. And I knew, and it was such, man, you want to talk about an ego flare up? It's hard. I I mean I haven't battled with my ego like that. I, I can't tell you since when and, and I'm watching I mean, I was watching it, I know better. And I'm watching it like I'm watching a movie. And I'm like, this is so interesting how I just cannot pick up that damn phone. Yeah. But guess what? I did. Yeah. I did. And I I'm I'm proud of myself for doing that. But this instant manifestation thing it's so interesting i just want to touch on this too because i notice that the things that are instantly manifesting are things that i have zero um what is it called not control attachment Um, attachment to Mm -hmm. zero yeah Zero attachment. Again, it's just flippant thoughts like, oh, that would be cool. Oh, you know, little fun things, little whatever. And then, or some, even some negative things too. And, you know, and so it's got me like hyper aware. So anybody who's listening, who's like, I want to, you know, what's going on? But I'm starting to apply this to the things that I really want to instantly manifest, which of course is everything in our business, which is, of course, is what we're most attached to. Yeah. So it's been this this interesting
0: re-coaching of
1: myself. It's a it's an interesting time right now.
0: It, it's so interesting. And it's crazy too, because like that idea, I don't know if it was in money, money calibration that you talked about that of like the detachment. Was that in money? I talked
1: time collapse and money calibration, probably one of those. Yeah.
0: So I remember that because I was in your money calibration course last summer and that idea of detachment seems so like okay whatever like how do you even detach yourself from something well you ha- everybody's different in the way that they have to detach themselves and once you realize that that is the magic because that's the magic cuz it, it like it is like mm i'm trying to think of like a specific example too i think it wasn't until i We've been here in, I'm from Austin originally. So we've been here in Dallas for like six years. And it wasn't until a year ago when I was like, okay, we might be here forever. And I'm just going to make the best of it. Like, I'm just going to make the best of it and be obsessed with my business and make friends and create a community here and whatever, which is when Cam was like, I think we need to move, you know? Mm -hmm. And he, he's from here. He never wanted to move. Oh, so he, the
1: fact that he initiated that was like your manifestation. But I fact had he was detached
0: like, yeah, from the idea yeah. of moving. Um, and sometimes it takes years. But here's a little tip that I have for if you want to practice it is there was a gal in my mastermind the other day who she hasn't been manifesting through her business yet. Well, she has, but not for like three weeks, you know, when it like stops for a little bit and you're like, what the fuck is going on? So Uh (laughs) I was like, hey, for the rest of this month, make a list of like a hundred tiny things that would be so cool to happen. Whether it's somebody buying a Starbucks gift card for you or getting a tiny check in the mail or your kids saying, I love you for no reason, like little, little, little things. I was like, make like a list of a hundred things and start, put them up on your fridge and start checking them off as they happen. And she was like, Allison, this is magical. Like three of these things already happened and I'm one day in, you know? And well, I'm that's like, fun. so that's sort of a de- detachment practice of yeah. like, you don't need to worry about the 10K month right now. Like go. Attract a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, things that
1: seem small. Because when you start doing that, then you start to understand your power and then you can work backwards and see, okay, I see how I just brought that into existence. Now, how do we do it on a bigger scale? And you can work toward it. Another way that I've detached is, you know, what I refer to as like taking something off of the pedestal. Mm -hmm. So, like the six figure month, the Clearly, I haven't done the seven figure year well enough, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, but it's just like stop making it mean so something so freaking big, Mm -hmm. something so special or not that it's not that, but like when you build it up so much in your mind, you put it on this pedestal, thus you're moving it away from you. Mm -hmm. So when I started looking at these things, like, yeah, that would be cool. And I know I'm going to get there, but there's no rush and whatever. Like, I'm just going to, it's like, eh, like that's, that's how I met Chris. Mm -hmm. I was in this awful relationship and I, I, for half of the freaking, I mean, it was like awful, you know, on and off. We were never like official cause fan, blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. So like half of the time I'm like looking for a new guy, like I'm going to find the guy and I'm going to leave you and he's going to be so much better. And I tried and, you know, of course it never worked out. And it was, you know, the summer that I was like, F it, I'm going to do me. And have some fun and probably move to Nashville and just be single and, you know, live my life. And before that happens, then Chris comes into my world. So the detachment baby, it is, there's something there.
0: Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I mean, this has taken me 39 years to learn. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's it's not easy. It takes some time. It takes some time. But practicing with small things is a little easier because I'm like, I'm, I'll be fine if somebody doesn't pay for my Starbucks today. Like, I'm not going to die, you know?
1: Yeah. You don't overthink it. You don't freak out. And you certainly don't make it mean anything about you when it doesn't happen. Yep. Which yep. is what we do with the bigger thing that we want. Oh, I didn't get that month that I wanted. So I suck. Nobody likes me. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then you get what you ask for. It's this cycle and it sucks.
0: Yeah. And I think part of the, in human design, we call it deconditioning is when we were children, we were very much taught that like, you do this, you get a reward. You do this, you get a reward. And oh my God. Like I just listened to your parenting episode um, with the Ma- Mar Jessica Hayes. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it's so hard to try to be a conscious parent right now because we know way too much. And I'm like, you know, I'll still do that with Caroline. Like I'll offer her a healthy treat for putting her shoes on. And I'm like, fuck. I shouldn't be doing this like you know um but like it's just oh, ingrained in, ingrained into us that you do this and you get a reward. So if mm-hmm. I don't get the thing that I'm wanting, then I've been a bad person. Mm. Right? Or the I haven't worked hard enough for this to get this. So let me That's mine. Mhm. That's a it's a it's just ingrained into us.
1: So let me ask you this. Let's say like, okay, let's say yours is, you've been a bad girl if you don't get what you want. Mine is, I haven't worked hard enough. Like that's my deep, I know that's my deep rooted thing. So do you look at like my, one of my biggest lessons on earth and one of the reasons why I came here is to finally nail and master that lesson Mm -hmm. of working hard doesn't mean more and, you know, more harder or, you know, you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Do you think like, until I nail that, I'm going to continue on this hamster wheel until I finally like get that through my head?
0: So I'm actually the same as you. So my parents Mm -hmm. didn't really reward me. And even when I did really well, they were like, good job. Like they didn't make a huge deal out of it. So I'm the same as you where it's like me putting in the hours and the blood, sweat, and tears to get to what I want. I think that in the times where you do produce, produce, produce for the sake of producing and reaching the end goal, I think when you don't get what you want, that's sort of God saying, I'm not going to let you get it this way because then that's just going to reinforce the fact that you need to work hard to get it. So, And you'll always do that. Yeah. So that's why Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've been going for a 20K month for months now. And I've always been like, okay, let me create this to get to the 20K month. Let me create this to get to the 20K month instead of being like, which you've taught me, let me create my business in a scalable way that feels good, that matches how I want to be living in five years. And whatever amount of time it takes me to get to a 20K month is fine without hustle.
1: This, okay. This is all landing for me. And I think this is why I've had such an easy path at scaling. Mm -hmm. Cause like, as soon as we started scaling the business, which I should have done years ago, I've talked about this many times now as soon. I mean, we're already like 20 K per month, like revenue, it consists er, Mm or recurring. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I, I bet that's why, because like that's, I'm here to prove to myself. Mm-hmm. So, okay. We need to, that's, that's mm-hmm. our goal. I mean, you're already doing that with, um, yeah. alchemy and, and your other incredible offers. So I would bet yeah. that's the path.
0: And so you're my business coach. I also have a mentor who she's a psychedelics mentor. So a little bit different situation, but mushroom she, mama, mushroom mama, mama, Sita. mama Sita, okay. but she's teaching me how to reach my goals through pleasure. Ooh, what's that mean? So it's leaning into the feminine, knowing you don't have to work, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, But with generators and MGs and human design, there is an aspect to work that is pleasurable. So it's like playing with that. um, Mm Because there's a, you know, there's a, what's it called? Spectrum of that with people. And... I, in talking to her, I had a session with her yesterday and in talking to her, I realized as a child, I was very much an adult child. I took care of my family. I was serious. I had anxiety. I didn't play. Mm -hmm. So like, I have to tap into the play. And she's the one who told me to take Caroline to Kids Empire to go play, which then I lost my engagement. It was like this whole thing. Damn it, Mushroom (laughs) (laughs) Mamacita. But it was was so fun. We had fun. But I'm just not a bit... Like, I'll sit and love on Caroline and color with her, but don't tell me to play hide-and-seek. Like, mm -mm, mm-mm, that is Cam. That's Oh and gosh. she's like, we got to change this. You have to learn how to play. You don't have to play with your kids all day, every day. But you ha- the only way I know how to play is to have a cocktail and let loose. And it's fine. It's fine. There's <sighs> nothing bad about that. But I'm like, I'm, I am determined to learn how to play sober. I'm looking in a mirror
1: right now. It's is hard. what it feels like. I'm like hiding behind my leg. I'm like, oh my gosh, this it is so hard. That's how I feel. I hate when he wants me to play. I love it, but I hate it. I'm just, but I would. I relate to that so much. Like as a kid, we grew up really fast. I mean, you know, some dark things happen really early, and that matures you. And yeah, it, that's so interesting. Okay, so. Ma- Mushroom Mama Sita, she's saying that your path is you just need to find this fun side. This mm-hmm. is so, this is like Gene Keys. We need, you know, the all in aspect of like all of these parts of your life need to be nurtured in one way or another at some point to have like what the full life experience, the full amount of what success, mm-hmm. fulfillment that you can experience. So, this fun side is a part
0: that we're both missing. So, we need to tap into that. Yeah. And I think, I don't know who I was talking to about this the other day. I think Jim Carrey said, I think, that you probably won't self-actualize with a million dollars in the bank. Most people don't. What does that mean? So you're probably not going to reach this fulfillment being a millionaire. Might as well do it before and then become a millionaire. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wasn't he the one who said, I, I, my wish is that everybody becomes rich and famous so they can see that that's not the path Mm -hmm. to happiness. Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm not, I mean, I'm very big on talking about money and women making more money because when you don't have to worry or stress about money, then you get to think about all the things that really matter, um, Mm -hmm. and spend time doing the things that matter. But I am sort of great. Like I have this weird intuition that I'm either going to attract or make a lot of money really soon. I don't know why, but I just do. We're playing the lottery every once in a while. But (laughs) I do think that and there's a, like, okay, so this is where I get to this. And you and I have talked about this before. Like, Cam played the Mega Millions the other day because we found a $2 million house that we really want. And I was like, let's just go play <laughs> the Mega Millions, spend $2. Yeah. We won $4. And he was like, oh. And I was like, you have to treat $4 the same as $40 million because it's the same. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to win, like, $400 million in the lottery. I would want to win, like, four. Cause I'd want to like, just go buy the house that I want. And then I want to work, but I'm like, what's that about? Okay. I, this is,
1: I'm telling you, we are so similar. I've always said, I don't play. I don't even play the lottery. I don't want, because if I win the lottery, then I, and I, is this an ego thing? Because then everybody's going to say the only reason why I'm successful is because I won the lottery and I want to be self-made. Mm-hmm. So is that ego or is that just my life path and me just wanting to follow that life path
0: or because money is money is money is money. Yeah. So, but what if you won a hundred million dollars gave away 98 million of it to whatever I wouldn't you feel good, you know, <laughs> just being real. Yeah. But well, yeah, also like that, like I would think that it would make life really boring to win the lottery or that much. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I'm, but I'm trying to figure out if that's conditioning that I need to work for it to earn it. Yes.
1: That's what I'm trying to figure out too. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like some ego thing? Is it conditioning? Cause yeah, I mean, would I really turn down a hundred million dollars? No, I would. I'd, listen, I'd find something to do with it. And I'd, and I, I would totally give some away. Just not 98 million. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I'm
0: nice, but. (laughs) But I would want to keep working. And I would be scared that I wouldn't keep working, I guess, is my deal. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, we'd have to because of our design.
0: You would have to. Is there a
1: reality where we don't work? No, but then would it not be fun? Would it take out the game element? Because I think part of fun of our job too, is like, we don't know when we're going to hit the elusive things that we're working toward. And it's so fun when that client comes into the DMS and like, that's mm-hmm. the rush, that's the game. Mm-hmm. So would that be taken away if we have all of the money at our fingertips and it doesn't matter?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think so. But I want to decondition a little bit from that to where it's like, I, like my success isn't contingent on my doing X, Y, Z. It's more mm-hmm. about my being and my enjoying life. Does that make sense? It, it I'm not there yet. Sense. I'm not there yet at all, but I'm but realizing that, yeah. that's the goal for me.
1: Yeah. It's not what you do. It's who you are. Okay. And if we did that, I mean, obviously, we would just be able to start some insane business and still gamify it. We would just be able to do it at a larger scale, and it'd be really fun. And it would just be new level, new, I hate that saying, but new challenge. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's like Richard Branson or or somebody who's a mm-hmm. billionaire. They're still doing stuff. Elon Musk is a billionaire. He's still doing stuff. He's still doing things. Still working. <laughs> still
1: working. Got those Twitter fingers? Yeah, (laughs) doing the most.
0: (laughs) We just drove driving from Bernie to Dallas the other day. We drove by the Tesla plant and it was so nut. I mean, it's the size of a city. The Tesla plant outside of Austin. It's crazy.
1: Oh, that's cool. We have an Amazon plant here. Yes, and or not plant distribution factory. Yeah, and it's. I mean next level big so i can imagine what tesla looks like is there just one how many are there in the united states do you know
0: i do not know that's the one that's in austin but then I, I was telling cam i was like do you think he lives here do you think his like office here And he was like no he lives in brownsville like uh his main his main thing is not tesla it's spacex so he's in right, south, where's that south texas brownsville by mexico border got it
1: yeah. I'm telling you, everybody who knows anything is trying to move to Texas. So well, come find we've me. thought Say about hi. it. I know. And now, so how close are you going to be to Austin?
0: About an hour and a half. But my okay. parents are moving from Austin to the Hill country. So that was another thing is just like, I really want help if we're going to have a second kid. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm
1: so excited. Well, you're going to have to keep us posted Will with do. your move. Well, for do. sure. And you're going to manifest that too. If it's not the two million dollar house, it's going to be something better. And maybe if it doesn't come through, that's why because you do hit the lottery or you mm. something does pop off, and then you actually are meant to build your own ten million dollar house, so or ranch or
0: whatever. Flippantly,
1: <laughs> non-expectantly, not, you know, totally detached. Throw that <laughs> into the universe real quick. <laughs> I love it. And then we'll all come visit you and have a retreat at your house and.
0: I accept, farm animals. I accept that. I affirm that, that reality. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, okay. Remind us one more time. If somebody were to look for their gene keys, can they, I'm a little confused. Can they find this in their human design chart? Yes, they can. Okay.
0: So I'll give you the link for my cheat sheets. Yes. Um, you can go there in your human design chart. It'll be four numbers that are your incarnation cross. It's at the very top of your chart. And then you can go into the Gene Keys website or the Gene Keys book Mm. and dive in. If, If you get the Gene Keys book, it's on Amazon. It's pretty amazing. There's a whole chapter on each key. Yeah,
1: I got that book. I don't even, I saw it on somebody's social media years ago. This is like when we were living in the old house. And I wonder if TikTok was a thing then. It might have been like a random TikTok buy. And I got it and I opened it up. I was like, what the hell is it's all overwhelming? This? Yeah. It's, it's very intense. But now that I know what my numbers are, I'm going to go get that book because it's, it's just in our room. I'm going to go check it out. So this is exciting. So go get your human design chart. Allison, we'll get all the links. We'll put them in the show notes and you eventually are going to have somebody who do, who does these specific readings yes. for the people.
0: Yes. Her name is Stephanie. I'm She's saying. already on boarding. So I'm excited. Hell
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me and yes. enlightening with us with all of the things. You know what I love about you so much? You have such a gift of vulnerability. Oh, thank you. Really? You just, it's disarming. It's like, it makes me want to tell you all of the things. <laughs> like when I listened to your podcast, I, before I even knew you and we were like it really in each other's world. And I would listen to your podcast. I was like, I feel like this is a girlfriend, like, like a. An actual human that I love. And that's such a gift of yours. So I just appreciate you so much as somebody who has a harder time opening up. I see that in you and I aspire to be more like you and I really admire it and keep doing that. Cause I feel like that's you and you're feminine and you're inspiring more of that. Like we were talking about with the new yeah. paradigm. So thank you for just being you and sharing your heart with us thank
0: you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank, thank you for being the best business coach ever. I love you. Love you How can people find you? The best way right now is on Instagram. Send me a DM at you do woo. Say hi, say that you found me through Allie and I will answer you back.
1: We'll have to do some sort of fun post or something. And because I meant to, I'm the worst. I meant to get questions for this too and totally forgot. So maybe we can get questions and we'll just have to have you back and we'll do like a giveaway or something. So we'll figure that out. But you guys go follow Allison. Listen to You Do Woo podcast. When I tell you it is a wealth of knowledge, like game changing, life changing knowledge, it's going to change your whole life business, all the things, and she is the go-to person. So Allison, we love you. You're going to come back. Thank you for being the resident HD expert over here. And I can't wait till we chat again soon.
0: Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener and Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.